voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, calendar and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. And good evening and welcome to All Things Radio 643 for September 1st, 2022. Already can't believe we've gone this far. We're ready for fall almost. So, Jeff, I'm sure you've got some things to tell us. Well, I was going to tell you about my new book that tells you everything about nothing and nothing about everything, but nobody would want to hear that. So how about letting you know what's going on on All Things Radio Well, this week? that's better than it was last week. Go right ahead. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective and follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. This week, the guy that's going to shine in the hot seat is our own Mike Lance, and he's going to tell us all about himself as we, well, as Bill and the, all the rest of the panel interview him. This week's Class Scare right. check takes us north of the border to Toronto, Ontario. And we're going to hear one of my favorite radio stations. And I was living in Syracuse, New York, and spent a lot of time out in the Buffalo area during that during that particular year that this air check t- takes place. It's Chum, F- Chum AM, I should say, from August 18th, 1976. And the radio announcer is Mike Cooper. Finally, we have two different featured stations. Now, I know you guys like to hang up and like to turn off the podcast after the featured station comes on. But I think you'll like these stations. We're going to listen to a radio station called Kawartha Oldies. I know it's an unusual name. It's from Peterborough, Ontario. It's uh, in an only oldies station. And then we're going to hear a station from uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and it's called Random Music Radio. And I believe this is a Westwood One delivered satellite format. And they're not sure if it's going to be a permanent format, but it is what it is right now. So all in all, I think we have a very busy program this week. So I'll turn it over to you, Bill. And we'll have to say a special hello to our buddy Bernie in Indianapolis, Indiana as well. Go ahead, Bill. All right. And Bernie, before before we start talking, I've got to give you some breaking news right hot off the press. This is a station okay. you're going to hear about once, and you may never hear of them again. WFCI is owned by the University of Franklin here in Indiana. They have been sold. They've been partnering with WFYI Broadcasting Public Radio for the past several years. We're owned by the university, and they used to program it themselves. But then it went to National Public Radio. Well, that's all coming to an end, as Jeff would say. They are being sold to the Catholic whatever word network or one of those Catholic programming well, they got so, a word. Yeah. turn a word to our relevant radio one or the other yeah, wow. one of those so oh, the, I don't think that's, that's sayable I have any trouble going through $400,000 for that 89.5 frequency they got a pretty good signal too actually they do um, wow. so if you're into oh, that kind of, you don't need to hear about it. 
Yeah, if you're into that kind of stuff, that's it. Well, we know what today was. If you live anywhere around here, you know that today was the first day that Urban One took over and a lot of the on-the-air personalities and behind-the-scenes types and people that work there were going through a process to get all their paperwork that you talked about last week, Bernie. Yes, uh, I had to go in early this morning, way too early for me to have to go in. And uh, meet, with the, meet with the Urban One people, make sure that uh, I pass the test and uh, I, I get to work there. Mm. You get oh, to wow. work there. I know it's hard to say, and maybe you don't want to talk about it too much on on here, but what was the impression that you that you got when you met with them at this point? Did, or did, is, it too, is it too early? I I miss Ennis. It's just it's what I knew, you know. It's and I, I mean I don't know any of these people. Uh, they're all brand new to me. Uh, they were they were nice enough, uh, but there's just a there's a difference. I know it sounds weird to say this. There's a difference in culture between their company and Emmett's. And uh, I wonder why. <laughs> it just felt different. I mean the whole the whole building felt different. Well, and it does feel that way. I understand. The only thing I know about Urban, and, and this is only from an article I read about Bob and Sherry, who were doing their working for them under, uh, in, in uh, where were they located? In Charlotte, North Charlotte. Carolina. The big thing that they said about Urban is that, that when they do the, do when they do things, they run a radio company or a radio station, they run, thing, run things by committee. And I, I worked for a boss who was like that when I worked at Easter Seals. Everything was done by committee, and I, I, I wasn't a big fan of the committee operating system. But you know, it is what it, it was at that time. What it was, and I either I worked there and, and followed the committee and commit the committee guidelines, or I didn't have a job. So uh, you know, it's it's, it's yeah. It, it is, I, I don't know. I don't know how long I'm going to stay. Um, you know, I might stay a couple weeks and go. Okay, that's it. Because um, at this point, to me, it feels very disorganized, and that's just because. It's not what I know. And so it's like, I don't even know how to go about submitting to get paid. <laughs> so it's going to be a little bit. It's going to be a little bit. Don't worry, bit, I, uh, Bernie, but I signed your Tom card. All the checks are coming to me. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, great. Okay, right. Well, you know where they're going. Right. But, Bernie, it's going to be a little but while before not, you they get did into it. not give me a pay cut. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, what about the equipment? Uh, you know, your accessible. Do you have any well, accessible equipment? Right now, right now we're still in the uh, we're in the Emmis building. Right for we're now. We're still using our equipment. Now on Tuesday, they're switching over to the uh, Urban One servers. So that's going to be a crazy day, and I'm glad I'm not going to be there for that. So we'll find out how things go next Thursday when I go into Voice Track. Well, well, are they going to still use the wide orbit system? I think that's what you guys use now. If I'm not yeah, they, yeah, they, and they do use that. That's what they use. Uh, oh, that so doesn't guarantee me anything because everything can be uh, totally reconfigured so that you know it's very different from what I'm used to. But I'll just have to see. I'll wait and see and see how it goes. Yeah. And I mean, the first really the first week that I do it and you can't do it, then uh, I'll be done. That's it. I mean, because I, I don't, I don't need the job, and I love doing it. I just don't want the stress, right? So you know, you don't need the stress. But I'm debating upon what's going to be the first change or because you know it's just inevitable 
that something is going to change. If I move into your house after you've sold it to me, then I'm going to change something. Probably. Right. And you might even say before you move in, I'm not changing a thing in this house. But as right. soon as you get in, boom, you're going to change it. And that's well, a good I mean, we know else, that man. they're going to make some changes. However, they all they also sure. know and are very aware that WYXB is certainly a cash cow and makes a lot of money for the company. So they're not they're not foolish when it comes to that, Bernie. And they may make they may make changes. Like who knows what they'll do at night? I mean, we could speculate all we want, but speculation isn't news as far as I'm concerned. So. But it's sure fun. <laughs> it's sure fun as well. <laughs> it's sure fun, you know, to see who's going to be right, going to be wrong. And, you know, because they've got some important properties, the Colts and the Pacers, and you just don't sneeze and get those. So nope. those are important properties, and they make money for the stations, obviously, or they wouldn't do it. So, they also have that Indiana Indiana Network Radio. That well, Indiana I think News they Network. could blow that one off. One and they way. I don't think they make off. much money there. No, I don't think that's any no. any great shakes. I've never been a fan of a radio station that has a guy on in mornings and then takes off a shift and then comes back in the afternoon. Noon. It kind of no. reminds me of no. small town radio at its very best. But it's funny, that was done in the early 60s and 50s, and a radio announcer would work, with, let's say, 6 to 10 in the morning, and he might come back from 2 to 3 in the afternoon, but it was done quite a bit of the time back then. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, and, but, I, and I know his afternoon, his afternoon show, I know, is syndicated with the morning show, isn't it? Just local, I think. I think the afternoon is syndicated of that guy. I think yeah. well, that's true, but I think the the new gal in mornings, I think her name is Casey Daniels. I couldn't would not be surprised if she didn't slide to that morning and do her own type of show. And a few days ago, I was listening to a station called uh, KJAN on my um, on Alexa, and what they do is they do news music everything is um local they call it where your friends are and they sounded really good well, that's, that's very that's good kja kja out of atlantic iowa right, right. yeah we're going to tell you about something real, real quick before we move on to jeff's news and i got Thank this you. device a few thanks mike a few months ago and it's called the braille sense mini it's a small device it fits in the palm of your hand, maybe a little bit bigger. And it has eight Braille keys on it and a Braille display. But you can type in and then it's got speech on it also. But I can listen to Sirius XM, can read my Audible books. I can use the Google Assistant on it and also... The Lady A, so I don't miss out on any radio stations. I can get the apps like the Varsity Network or whatever I want to listen to. I can listen to with this device, and it's instant on and off. And it weighs about seven or eight ounces. It's a wow. nice little little piece of equipment, which would probably be best suited for. You know, somebody's taking a lot of notes or documents or, you know, you can print with it. it. You can also scan your mail with it. 
you know, read your stuff. Oh. So, um, pretty good little device. It can it do up? everything. I haven't figured out if it's a way to open up my cold beer yet. But, oh, well. And we're working I was on say, that. It's also a flow wax. Yeah. It's also yeah, right. a flow wax. <laughs> but we're working on that. But I've never seen something that you can play, you know, the assistant and Lady A at the same time, I guess you could with your phone, but you can get your Bard books, your Audible books, and mm-hmm. all your sports from Siri, all that good stuff. So Yeah, good. Can even listen I listened to yeah. Bernie last week on B one oh five seven. Okay. So right. it must and not be too bad. So small, I sounded small. Yeah. No, you it's got a pretty good tone to it so what do you think of that and you can oh. hook bluetooth speakers to it and make it yeah, right. sound real good mm-hmm. so that's yeah. you know that doesn't quite measure up with Jeff's award winning news but it no, comes close to measure up to that no, right. that wouldn't sound small no matter what you put it but, on but that was a good try yeah. right. it was close it was yeah. close close second but Bernie, you will be receiving a text from me. So don't throw it in the trash, please. All right. I never do. All right. I don't. All right, and, and buddy. Did you did you see that HHH is off the air? Yes, they are. They went off. Um, was it Tuesday or Monday night or Tuesday? Yeah, they, we're just talking to Indianapolis again. Right. We're what we're doing that only because we can. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Only because we can, and I don't think it'll ever come we'll back to Miami, though. Hmm. Right, but did I tell you the legend is going on iHeartRadio. I forgot to tell you that. You, uh, you, you might have mentioned you did that. it off air somewhere. You mentioned it off air, off air somewhere. Yeah, it's hard, and sometimes it's hard to remember what we what's on the air and what's off the air with some of these shows. Right, but it's going to be on iHeartRadio soon enough. Good. So. We're, we're moving on up. Of course, we had to pay to move on up, but they made us. But, yeah. So, whatever. But we, you all get this for free. Jeff's award-winning news worth millions of dollars. Investors are just clamoring <laughs> you can use. to get yeah. a hold of it. Jeff yep. talks about his book, but that pales in comparison to what he's going to do now. Well, my name is Gabriel Heater, Chris. Yeah. yeah. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. A tweet by a radio blogger gets Odyssey upset. A rose hits Louisville, Kentucky. There's classic alternative in Indianapolis, Indiana. And we'll let you know what's happening on the streets. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Odyssey once again makes news. When Jerry Tilcaliano, a radio blogger, tweeted out that Odyssey was undergoing bankruptcy, that got the attention of Odyssey. David Field, CEO of Odyssey, said that the report of Odyssey going bankrupt is plain BS. Yes, Odyssey is undergoing some financial challenges with their stock price at $52 a share. However, David Field says that they are trying to cope with the situation and they're doing the best to turn things around. In 2002, Jerry Del Cagliano reported that Clear Channel was also undergoing bankruptcy. He was sued by the company and lost the lawsuit. Jerry Del Cagliano is a prolific <laughs> blogger. However, most of his blogs are opinion and not necessarily fact. Now let's move my microphone to Louisville, Kentucky, where Alpha Media has made a format change at one of its radio stations. Say so long, Jack, and hello, Rose, a radio station WXMA FM and 102.3 has dropped the variety hits format in favor of a soft adult contemporary format. The station's slogan is playing today's light favorites and they filled the void when radio station WVEZ 
a.m. in Louisville, Kentucky, dropped its softer little contemporary format in favor of a hotter little contemporary format. WVEZ FM is owned and operated by Summit Media. In Indianapolis, Indiana, iHeartMedia has tweaked the format of radio station WOLTFM. The station is known as Indy 103.3, and they've dropped their currents in favor of a classic alternative format. The station plays music from the 90s and 2000s. Mornings will continue to be held down by The Woody Show, which is syndicated by Premier Radio and is based at a radio station KYSR-FM in Los Angeles, California. Middays will be voiced by Teresa, who is based at radio station KTBZ-FM in Kansas City, Missouri. PD Ben Market will handle afternoons. And evenings will be held down by Mike Jones, voice track for radio station WWDC-FM in Washington, D.C. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, say so long to the hip-hop format that was heard on radio station WRNB-FM. The station is reverting back to what it had done just about a year ago, returning the station to an R&B format. The reason for the change to hip-hop was the sale of radio station WPHI-FM on 103.9 to the folks at Odyssey, giving KYWAM the all-news operation and FM presence. Another news, Odyssey has promoted Dan Hardy to regional brand manager. He'll be overseeing the programming of radio station WBZA AM in Rochester, New York. Dan Hardy also is the program director of radio station KQMT-FM in Denver, Colorado. Rochester, New York's WBZA-FM programs a variety hits format. Congratulations got to Jason Meter, who's the new market manager for the Cox Media Properties in Tampa, St. Petersburg, Florida. Jason Meter is transferring from Orlando, Florida, where he was the market manager for the Orlando, Florida radio stations owned and operated by Cox Media. You know, in radio, people do more and more work for more and more radio markets. iHeartMedia has given Andy Lohman more job responsibilities. He's the area president for iHeartMedia in Alaska, and he's also taking on those same responsibilities in Hawaii as well. Who says you can't come back to a radio station once you've left that radio station? Well, that just isn't true. Chris K is returning to radio station KDND-FM. They transmit on a frequency of 107.9 in Sacramento, California. The station is now owned and operated by iHeartMedia, playing the hits of the 90s and 2000. He'll be doing a Saturday night show called The Kistery Show, and will provide you with an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Congratulations go out to Sean Patrick, who's the new Afternoon Drive personality at radio station KYGO-FM. KYGO-FM is owned and operated by Bonneville International, and they program a country format. Sean Patrick comes to this radio station after working in Pueblo, Colorado. In Chicago, Illinois, changes are being made to the Fred Show that airs on radio station WKSC-FM, which is owned and operated by iHeartMedia. The station has added Kiki Hampton and Jason Brown to the morning show. Kiki Hampton was a digital manager for iHeartMedia in Chicago, Illinois, while Jason Brown has been with the cluster for 13 years working in the promotions department. Saying that he wants to cut down his workload, Howard Simon, who does mornings at radio station WGRAM in Buffalo, New York, says that he's going to be working only three days a week. WGRAM programs a sports format. In other news, Odyssey is launching a suite of Disney music stations on its app. If you love Disney, everything Disney musically is available on the Odyssey app. Just click on the music tab and search for Disney. Finally, here's a piece of news which I thought we'd never hear. Family Radio has decided to sell its property in San Francisco, California. Why? Because the cost of living is too high. Family Radio is building out a new facility and will be moving to the suburbs of Nashville, Tennessee. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Progressive Insurance, followed by NHTSA, Indeed, Swiffer, and ZipRecruiter. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great job, Jeff. Thank you. Wow. Thank you very much, Bill. It's interesting to see. I love what they say. 
I'm working in Alaska and I'm working in Hawaii. That that could be expensive. I mean, the guy has to fly back and forth between <laughs> yeah. those two markets. But, yeah, uh, that's interesting. They did that because uh, you know that just the expense going from say Honolulu to Anchorage or something like now, that. No, I know Alaska is pretty interesting. My stepdaughter forgets that the time in Alaska is four hours different from us here. Oh yeah. So she'll send me a text message at uh, at about three in the morning, uh, but it's only midnight her time, so uh, eleven o'clock her time. But I'm in a deep sleep, and all of a sudden, I'll hear my phone with a text message telling me how she's doing out there. So uh, I don't know. I don't want to live in Alaska, but it's sure, sure it's uh, uh, we'll, we'll see it's, how she likes it in the winter. But it's springtime in Alaska. It's yeah. 40 below is the country. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Yeah. But uh, I always wondered if if, if uh, stations on AM uh, change a lot in Alaska. Like for instance, when uh, sunrise and sunset are really close together. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you, you know I don't. I really don't. I don't know, but I do know that uh, I have a friend of mine who was up there, and he says, you know, when, it, when it's almost twenty-four hours of daylight, well, it's not really twenty-four hours of daylight, but it's like dusk. No, you know, it's that, about nineteen. But it doesn't. Like the that. sun never really goes down in in the in the right. summertime, basically. Right. And uh, it's kind of interesting, but I I just don't know. Uh, I'll, we featured a few stations from Alaska over the years, but maybe we'll have to visit more often and see yeah. what's going on in that. Interesting nobody, nobody I know, there. Nobody I know could even answer that question. You know, it's just something most people aren't interested yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And, I've, been to Alaska, I've been to Alaska, and it was really beautiful, and uh, it's a big place, and uh, I did a lot of traveling up there and uh, listened to a lot of radio. Daytime only stations... They never come on in December. Those daytime stations. Never <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you, you know what the FCC, they never go off. But you know what the FCC regulation is not a lot of just daytime only. Sta- I mean, there are no, there some, aren't. No, there's not. There's a but, few. But a lot of the stations have been able to. They, they may reduce power, or they may, but they don't really have a lot of daytime stations anymore. No. Uh, no, post sunset and pre sunrise authorization and stuff. And what like about one here? But you know, but, and the other but thing when is, they did have the, a lot of them. It would be interesting to see what happened in Alaska, right? Oh yeah, because they would hardly be on the air. I mean, that that's the yeah, bottom yeah. line. In the winter, they, yeah, they might be on the air for a few hours, but that's about it. So. Uh, I'm I don't to know. Find out. So nobody really, nobody knows the answer to that question. Okay, <laughs> it's not for me. Any Alaskans there. listening? Let us let us know, Alaskans, if you're listening. Yeah, let us know. I mean, I Mike, know. if you spent time up there, I would think you would have a pretty good idea. Did you like Alaska, <laughs> Mike? How that worked. Oh, I love Alaska. It was a nice place, and uh, we were in Seward, Alaska. They were talking about the spaghetti restaurant on a station on 950 in Seward, Alaska. I said, hey, let's go there. The food's great, and the food was excellent. Never heard of the, heard of the place, but it was excellent. Well, I can Good. tell you one thing, because everything has to be imported. They a lot of the, the grocery prices, the, everything is really sky high priced up there. So yeah, okay. and they all they all get a check. They get an oil like an energy check. Every resident gets a check from the state every year, once there. a year. You have to you have to live there a certain amount of years to do that. Now you can't just move five up years. There I think it is. Yeah, five or seven. I think it's five years. I thought it was yeah. seven. But well, I asked my stepdaughter if she's going to stay there permanently. She said, "I don't think so, but I'm going to school there." And uh, I'm, I'm working and teaching and working there as well. But I think she'll, I told her, I enjoy it. 
enjoy it and have fun and enjoy because she's very serious she's a very serious student and i said you have to learn to have fun let your hair down enjoy yourself and and, and you might actually enjoy it out there yeah you never know alaska is a good place to drink because you can drink in the winter and there's not a lot to do so you know you just stay inside yeah. and drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think we'll hold off on that. <laughs> no, I just think. I'm just But, but Bill, how about we uh, have enough? We will talk about uh, 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 Lady Friend Jennifer, who uh, has a lot of stuff for us to hear. She does. She has a lot of them saved up just for you to listen to, Jeff. Thank you, Bill. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of September 1st. KDLW-FM 106.3 Los Lunas, New Mexico changes calls to KXOT-FM. KCSN-FM 88.5 Northridge, California changes slogan from 88.5 FM to the Soul Social Sound. KSBR FM 88.5 Mission Viejo, California changes slogan from 88.5 FM to the Social Sound. WCND AM 940 Shelbyville, Kentucky changes slogan from La Explosiva 101.9 FM and 1250 AM to 9. 40 a.m. La Pantera. WGAP AM 1400 Maryville, Tennessee changes slogan from genuine classic country to random music radio. WKVL AM 850 Maryville, Tennessee changes slogan from Rocky Top Sports to random music radio. WLOD AM 1140 Loudoun, Tennessee changes slogan from genuine classic country to true oldies. WNGC FM 106.1 Arcade, Georgia changes slogan from 106.1 107.1 Georgia Country to 106.1 WNGC Georgia Country. KIGO AM 1420 St. Anthony, Idaho changes slogan from Radio Fiesta to La Leader 96.7 WFNZ FM 92.7 Harrisburg, North Carolina changes slogan from 92.7 The Block to Sports Radio 610 AM 92.7 FM WIRI FM 105.5 Nakusa Wisconsin changes slogan from West Country 105.5 to Country Legends 24-7. KTHE FM 96.3 Yano, Texas changes calls to KJFK FM. WCGC AM 1270 Belmont, North Carolina 
change its format from silent to religious teaching. WFAWAM 940 Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin changes format from oldies to classic rock and changes slogan from oldies 940 to rock 96.1 WFAW. WEUR AM 1490 Oak Park, Illinois changes slogan from radio WPNA to Radio Chicago WEUR WMBH AM 1560 Joplin, Missouri changes slogan from Joplin Sports Edge to SOMO Sports Radio KXKR FM 101.7 Sierra Vista, California changes city of license to Catalina Foothills KALV FM 101.5 changes format from rhythmic CHR to CHR KJJZ FM 95.9 Indian Wells, California California changes slogan from hot 95.9 to cool 95.9. WOLT FM 103.3 Indianapolis, Indiana changes slogan from alt 103.3 to indie 103.3. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For all things radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week. Great job, Jennifer. Um, We'll give you more next week. I'm sure there'll be a ton of them over the weekend. Right, Jeff? That's as traditional. Oh, I'm sure they will. Normally during the Labor Day time, you'll see some more format changes. But that hasn't always been the case in the last few years because I think when the economy is bad, uh, they don't want to spend money on doing a lot of new things. But we'll see what happens. so I'll turn it back to you, Bill. Well, that station okay. in Louisville has changed several times at 102.3 and 105.1. Yeah, they have. So we featured them on a few of their formats. I know that. Over the right. Years. So it doesn't say much for, for Alpha Media, does it? That- well, again, they're, they're challenged like anyone else. Um, you know, we hear about bankruptcies. But, you know, a bankruptcy, like, for example, with Odyssey, we were talking about that and the radio and everything else just quickly, is that... It's not always a bad thing because a lot of times when you, when you go through a bankruptcy, you can reorganize, get rid of some of the debt that you have. But, but I think it's irresponsible to say that a station is go, a company is going bankrupt when you really don't know it's true. This I, guy has know. done that before, so he's broken news that was false before. Maybe with iHeart at the time or something big, this has happened before. So you got to be careful with some of these bloggers who... Put something out there and don't check any of their facts. Well, part of the problem yeah, is so when, when you put that out there, uh, all of a sudden people who are investing in the company want to dump the stock, and it, make, it really can affect the financial viability of a company. Which I mean, I mean, Odyssey, like I, like uh, like Cumulus and like uh, Urban One, and uh, oh, they're all publicly traded uh, companies, and they they have to answer to a board of directors and everything else. So I mean, it's just it's not just a small company, and that's a big thing. So. We'll see what happens in the future. Go ahead, Sean. Well, I was going to say, like with Alpha Media, even if they are financial or whatever, I noticed some of their stations, because like in San Antonio, when they moved their sports to FM, they started adding more local, which, you know, usually you think, oh, it's a cost-cutting, but, you know, they, they expanded their local programming. So, I guess, so and well, they even include, yeah. 
So I got a good. So some of that's just a little. Now, granted, some they're not those, playing music. So well, talking about sports positions this, could be from the old. You know, when they got rid of the jocks, they might have had a few positions they could fill with local sports. People. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the one jo- the one jock is doing sports headlines, and they added a show with the weekend guy, made him a halftime show on there. So they're local. I think they have a little. I think they run Mike Greenberg and Paul and two hours of Feinbaum, but the rest of the time they're local with their sports talk. So on ninety four one, so. Hey, that reminds me, Sean. What about Mike Greenberg? What do you guys know about Mike Greenberg? He hasn't been on the air in months and months and months and every once in a while. He was there Monday. He was there Monday and then he was gone again on vacation yesterday. I don't know about Tuesday, but he was there Monday. So he's he's got all kinds. Remember, he is now also the host on the NBA for the NBA pre and post game, plus he does the show on ESPN two or ESPN at Get Up, and he's doing his two hour radio show. So it seems like he takes off a lot, especially when it's not NBA season. Well, because he's been off even in NBA season. I was going to ask you something about that. I mean, a lot. We're not talking about you know. Maybe... Oh, he's not there. He's he's gone more than he's there. You're right. Right. He, so I've um, noticed that. You've got a, a network that's struggling anyway on radio. Just listen to them sometime. Uh, uh, yeah. oh, I think yeah. Perry can speak to that. I mean, yeah. Chris, haven't you heard of ESPN? I mean, it's no, terrible. I, I don't know what's going on. It's yeah. terrible compared to what it used to be. Oh, yeah. Yep. No, we had some good hosts there before. No. They're back on here in Austin, and I don't, I don't, didn't really miss them from what I'm hearing now on the stage, on the one here. But yeah, <laughs> well, there we go. They're so bad here. They're on an AM station that reduced power. That, that well, no commercial. Well, they they were hit by lightning last week, and they were off for three days, and no one noticed. So. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyway. Before before we get to Mike's interview, Sean, did, is there something that you could do quickly? I think you had something to talk about with sports quickly, or or was that was, was I mis, 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 mistaken? Yeah, you want to Purdue. Uh, Harry mentioned something about Purdue and Penn State and stuff. I think he was joking about. I don't know what he was. I think he was like, oh, "You want to talk about Purdue?" I don't know what he's unless I don't know unless. Oh, college football too is working on TuneIn Live now. They you can it it was. You, if you have TuneIn Live, they're offering and TuneIn Premium, they're offering you that 90-day free trial, and the college sports is on there. What you have to do is say, like, if you want to listen to Penn State, you know, if you're on your lady, you have to tell it to play Penn State football, and if that doesn't work, then you say the mascot. But not all schools are on there. It's up to each school's agreement with the schools, the flagship, and Learfield. But most schools are. It it got it started working in the fourth quarter of the Northwestern Nebraska game last week. Uh, it said it was there throughout the whole game, but there was a bug. But yeah, you can get most of your college football and basketball on TuneIn Live and TuneIn Premium now. That's what ah, it is. Very good. Well, now what about yeah. now? I'm I, now I'm not a sports person, so please, if I make a mistake here. What about ESPN and the TV? And they and they they they've decided not to pick up the big. Is it, I'm, I'm going to say Big Ten. Um, um, big Ten. Big Ten signed a deal with Fox, NBC, 
and CBS. The Fox controls the right, control the negotiating rights because they own the Big Ten, 50% of the Big Ten network, and so they they decided the, wow. the Big Ten decided not to go with ESPN. So they're going to have a game, a daytime game on Fox, the big noon game. The 3:30 game will go to CBS. This starts next year, and then the evening game will go to NBC because. CBS is losing the SEC to ABC and ESPN, but there will be a one-year overlap while CBS still has the SEC. And Fox gets first pick of whether they want the noon game or the prime time, and NBC gets the other one, but CBS gets that. And then we'll have games on Peacock and Fox Sports 1 and the Big Ten Network. And it's, a, it's an $8 billion deal, almost well, $8 billion, well, a, a billion not- a year. I know, and I read in the uh, in the business news that ESPN was not willing to pay for the the pay the rights for for the not as much as the other three, not as much as the others others were willing to. So they kind of they walked away from the table early, and Fox said, "Okay, NBC and CBS want us." We'll because Fox handled a lot of the negotiations for it. So, and I learned a lot of that down there. If you go listen to a lot of the and thank your buddy Sid from the Bronx for telling us about the Marshawn and Haran sports media podcast that comes out every Wednesday, they covered it very heavy. Andrew Marshawn. One one of the things that ESPN is saying is, look, we're we're losing money because uh, more people are cutting the cord. And one of the ways that ESPN made a lot of money was was they would pay, if I subscribed to cable, part of my cable bill would go to ESPN, and that's how they made their money. and ESPN is putting a lot of their stuff on ESPN Plus, but ESPN is also, they signed a big deal with the SEC, the ACC, they're negotiating with the Big 12, they, they have a huge uh, deal with UFC, they just have, uh, they signed their new Monday Night Football deal, and it's just, a lot of it was also room, for, they have, the Big 10 has more room on these other networks, because ESPN is very cluttered, and, you know, so it's just, and uh, ESPN, yeah, they've overbid, but it is—it's starting to catch up with them a little bit. I understand. Well, I'm, Bill, I'm sorry, I'm not a sports line person, but I'll turn it over to you because I think uh, Mike is going to be in the hot seat. Mike's okay. going to be in the hot hot seat this week, so we're going to introduce one of our panelists, and he's been around for a long time, almost since we've begun, and that's. Mr. Mike Lance. Mike, would you go ahead and introduce and give us a brief description of who you are and where you are? Okay, fantastic. Great to be here. Number one, I would like to thank personally uh, Raleigh James because of the fact that I was on her show the other night and somebody heard me because they've heard me on uh, Newsreel and they've heard me on All Things Radio. And they were really happy about that. And Raleigh James is really very respectable to the blind community, which is great. Well, about me, I was born here in Miami, Florida, Miami Beach. I weighed one pound, 15 ounces, went down to one pound, nine and a half ounces. And I was, I had ROP, or retrolental fibroplasia, they call it. I always wanted to get into radio since I was little, in fact, I, my parents um, wanted me to be as independent as possible. My mom's still living. She's 99 years old. I go over and see her every Sunday, sing songs to her and radio jingles and talk to her about a lot of things. And she has dementia, but 
I'm making her feel happy. I bought her some roses last week, which she enjoyed. And I always wanted to be in radio. In fact, um, I moved up to Boston in 66 because of the fact that, well, I'll be honest, folks, I was having trouble dealing with blindness at times. And my parents didn't like the way school was happening down here for the blind when it came to Braille and different things. And what happened there was I went to Perkins. I didn't like that school. They wanted me to be less outgoing and different. And I stayed there for three years. My dad became a parapatologist, that's a mobility instructor. And I came back to Miami in 69, went to back to junior high where I was before I went to Perkins. In fact, we had a teacher by the name of Dr. Hodge, who was also blind, who would have a special on Fridays. So one Friday, what I did was I got a big turntable over and a speakers and the whole thing, and we played broadcasting with everybody else in the class who was also blind or partially sighted. Dr. Hodge wasn't in, in school then. He was out for some reason. He came back. He said, Mike, I heard the show except one thing. You laugh too much over the year. And I think about how people today <laughs> laugh a lot. Dr. Hodge is no longer living. He was a <clears throat> very nice person. He was originally from Palestine. And he would tell me about shortwave radio and different things. But anyway, I always wanted to get into radio. The blind agency was against that. They wanted me to be in vending stand, which I was for a while. And I took other things. And I went to Miami-Dade. Miami-Dade was very, very different. They, The broadcasting instructor, Dave Gravel, who also worked at WVMT in Vermont, was against me getting into radio and I had an old friend of mine who I knew from um, high school by the name of Jeff Lumlick who wrote a book about South Florida radio had me do a 30 minute show on WMDS Miami-Dade South I was known as the midday mouth of Miami-Dade South otherwise known as yours truly the golden goodie from the nitty-gritty city by the Mike Lance I'm here to put more dips in the hips more gliding your stride more cutting your and if you can't dig it, you know you got a hole in your soul. Boy, I can still say that. But anyway, I always wanted to get into radio. I still like the industry, and I have a lot of questions about it. But anyway, we'll open it up to anybody, if anybody right. has any I'm going to ask you one more question, Mike, before we open up the panel. Tell us a little bit about and how you got involved the DX Audio Services, where I first ran across your work. Tell us a little bit about the DX Audio Service. Okay, simply, the way I got into that is I heard about it from friends of mine, and I was living at home at the time, and I told my mom I wanted to join this thing called the DX Audio Service. In fact, it's interesting. Back in 1990, I was in Miami, and... I told my mom I wanted to go to Pittsburgh to the broadcasting convention. She said, oh, you won't meet anybody there. It would be difficult for you. I said, I want to go anyway. She said, okay, you know, go ahead. 
and I met my good friend who I've been friends with for years, Uni Wyslowski. He's now 81 years old, and he is doing good. We've traveled for years. And in fact, I met Doug Heinzinger there and a good friend who is no longer around, John Malachy, at the Pittsburgh convention. He did a lot of traveling. But anyway, um, went to different radio stations, took pictures. Really, really nice guy. But anyway, I got into radio that way with the DX audio service, and I went to many conventions. Tell us about Johnny Holler. Did you work with him as well? Did you know him very well? Oh, I knew John for years in Miami because of the fact that, uh, number one, John and I, we went to Camp Wapanaki, and that's where I met you, Jeff. In fact, um, when my dad had a summer program over at uh, Biscayne Gardens Elementary, we would pick John up in the morning and go to the summer camp program, and John was there. I knew John pretty well. In fact, John also worked with me at WDNA when we were trying to get that on the air. When you were here for the three years you were here, did you notice a different, like, vibe of, you know, style of radio here, you know, in the Northeast and compared to what you had been uh, used to in South Florida? Good question, Chris. Yes, I sure did because of the fact that I noticed that W, w um, NAC at that time was a unique talk station. They were known as your companion station. Right. You had WXHR. 740. In fact, um, I happened to meet somebody who worked at W, well, it was WCAS at one of the conventions, John Callerman, nice guy. Uh-huh. And um, But yeah, WMEX was good too. And I like WBZ a lot. Did you notice the topics were different or things that the, the well, the music would be different because, you know, again, I've always talked about the demographic up here. There's more of a white audience so that was maybe a little less soul than you were used to hearing growing up in florida but other than that did you notice anything else about the the audiences the the things they talked about in the talk shows things like that oh yeah in fact um wntn used to have a show called newton town talk where they talked about a play that was in um at a college called the slave and people were against the play back in the late 60s mm-hmm. jerry williams did a interesting thing on WBZ where they took a long time away from music. He talked about, I think it was Vietnam. I don't remember exactly what it was, but yeah. And WILD, they were the most interesting because they had soul music in the morning, gospel music, and they, then they had soul. And then they did a Greek show called Grecian Echoes, which is still on WNTN. Then yep. they did Italian with Gina and Gilda, did gospel again. And then they had the the Wild Child, Chuck Core, on signing yeah. off WILD. And that's what I mean. They they couldn't support it. For, and that was a daytime station. They couldn't support it full-time even for a daytime schedule to get the ratings, to get the, the advertising that you'd get on a normal, you know, station uh, like you would have in South Florida, you know? Right. What was your oh, favorite yeah. Florida radio station, Mike? Was there, what was your favorite station when you were growing up as a kid? Uh, I liked, I liked, um, well, Whammy was a great station, uh, but I enjoyed uh, QAM and FUN. They were great. Mm-hmm. 
And we have a hand raised. Joe, can you unmute yourself? If you, if, if you have a question for Mike, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, I, I, I have a question for Mike. I, I do remember DX Audio Service. I was there at the Pittsburgh Convention, Topeka, Kansas. But I imagine for some reason now, because I remember Fred and those guys, is the, do you, do you know, if, I'm, I'm sure with all, all the other forms of technology that what we know as a DX Audio Service has, has folded up or what kind of... It's yeah. gone. It's long gone. It's been gone for a long time, Joe. It was a great service. I loved it, oh, too. Yeah. I remember hearing Mike on there, and I myself uh, contributed, participated in some market scopes over the years there. So, um, you know, Mike, did you go to college after you went out of high school? Or did you, or, did you uh, or, or, or what happened after high school? Well, after, after high school, I uh, worked at a vending stand for a while. I didn't like it because the people were kind of... Uh, uh, there was a guy who was kind of prejudiced against Jewish people, and um, I had trouble doing different things in the vending stand. And in fact, they had a court over there. In fact, one day I went to court to listen to cases and stuff, and coming out, I ran into somebody who I knew of who was a disc jockey in Miami who was also program director of WQAM, Dan Halliburton. He had gotten a speeding ticket or something. I don't know what. But anyway, I met him, and that was very interesting. But I, uh, the blind agency didn't feel I could make college. In fact, I went up to Florida State University. I had to go up there back in 74. <laughs> that was a real trip. Um, or else they wouldn't do anything for me. And uh, I went there to college for some college program in the summertime. I listened to WTAL 1450, and um, they had a lot of interesting radio stations up there. Tell me about you. You've got to be Roby Young, who was a radio announcer. Well, we know from WABC and then WQAM. What was he like? Oh, Roby was a very nice guy. In fact, I met Roby first at the Lighthouse for the Blind. And then I met um, I met Roby a few other places, and uh, Roby was a very nice person. And so, uh, he didn't he didn't make fun or anything like that of me. He respected me. Didn't he save you from a helicopter or a plane that was to get you, keep you away from the rotors or something? You told me once that he pushed you out of the way to make sure that you didn't get hurt. Can you tell me? About oh that? yeah. Well, believe it or not, I was over at a park one night and um, over at a place, and Rick and Roby were coming in in the helicopter, and I wanted to see them, and I almost I got too little too close, and a friend of mine who's no longer living, who was a very very nice person, who also liked radio. He got me away from there, and I met Roby and Rick. Unfortunately, Rick's wife at the time, when I wanted to go dancing over, when they had dancing over there, she wouldn't let me go dancing. She was afraid something would happen, you know, insurance and all that other kind of stuff. But anyway, yeah, I knew Rick or Rick Shaw also. Wow. What about, did you did you get to know uh, Ned Powers, who worked at WGBS at all? I never met Ned. I never met Ned Powers, but I did meet Ken Collier. He interviewed me over at WVCG, and Ken was a very, very nice person. Ned Powers, when I was really young, was at WHTH. I remember that name. Right. 
they worked at WADWAM in New York as well. And uh, uh-huh. along with, and, okay, but now going back to today, Micah, you don't, aren't you involved with a radio station in Florida that does programming for the blind as a show? Can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, sure. But, well, I'm not really involved with um, radio. I was going to be involved with uh, 1490 WMBM, but they wanted like $300 each week, and uh, I said I couldn't couldn't afford it. And um, I don't know if I really want to do something like that. I have a very, very good friend of mine that calls me the blind ambassador because I'm always out there fighting for the blind and... Um, I think, personally, I think that the media is not really that friendly to the blind because I've heard talk hosts, they either call me Blind Mike or they say to people they don't want to hear about other blind issues on the program because of the fact that it takes away from their listening audience. I I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. So, um, in, in Florida, um, you like to listen to the radio, and you like. Did, did you? Uh, was there a particular musical group that you liked when you, as you were growing up? Were you, were you a big Beatles fan? Were you, were you a big oh, I like fan? The, I like the Beatles. I like a lot of local groups. I liked Steve Alamo. Oh, yeah. I also enjoyed oh, yeah. Steve, Steve Alamo. Good. Yeah. And Ray Charles. In fact, I mm-hmm. saw Ray Charles Everybody twice. Where'd you see Ray I, Charles, Mike? Yeah, I saw him in concert. The Miami Lighthouse had a, a program with the, with Ray Charles. He was good. I almost got to meet him, but uh, special transportation was there. <laughs> well, it sounds uh, like you've had a pretty good... Uh, and, and how did you get involved with All Things Radio? I mean, how long have you been listening to the All Things Radio show? before? Oh, God, I've been around uh, All Things Radio for... Maybe about six or seven years, something like that. Maybe oh. longer. Well, that sounds and, pr- pretty good. I mean, obviously, uh, and, and you say you remember me from camp. I don't, I don't remember you, except that I remember that I was there. But uh, some of those memories fade. I hope I was nice to you, Mike. <laughs> oh, you were. You were very just, nice to me. I just wanted to say, <laughs> Mike. And that yeah. is, you're, right, you're right, Chris. <laughs> Sean. That having you heard on Raleigh James, uh, it's interesting to hear y'all talk about to my own radio history because I've only gotten a couple of Miami stations on AM very rarely, and uh, a few FMs, uh, and uh, you know on sporadic E, but uh, not much AM. So it's kind of good to hear y'all. I've talk never gotten to Miami. I've never gotten to Miami station here. Never well, I think my favorite. Radio station in Miami was WMYQ. When I was down there in 1974, my aunt had a uh, had a uh, had a house in uh, Inverary, and uh, she let us use it when she was on when she was away. And my sister, her husband, and I went to went down to Florida, and it's a nice lifestyle down there, Mike. We got to eat at a place called Joe's. Uh, I forgot Joe's Crab Restaurant or uh, oh, Joe's Crab Shack, Joe's Stone Crab. And Tony Romas, and it was it was a very very nice lifestyle down in Florida. I I, I don't live there, but I I, I really wish I I did, Mike. So uh, yeah. I enjoyed my time there for three months in '73 uh, for training for Social Security. My favorite stations were WGBS because <laughs> they had a good adult contemporary, you know, format, and also uh, Surf. I think they were in Fort Lauderdale. I forget where they were on the dial. They were. Oh yeah, you know. WGBS was at seven ten Brickell. Yep. Uh, 710 Brickell, 
is no longer around. Joe Stone Fabers no. is still around on Miami Beach. But what I also remember about Miami WMYQ, it's really a sad ending what happened with them and how unfortunately they became 96X and uh, they went off the air and uh, now it's Power 96. Miami Radio has really changed a lot, which is really sad. Oh, they all did. Well, the, did you the listen? Graphics have changed a lot. By the way, I worked yeah. at a, I worked at a local station at one time. W, it was WMBM. Then it became WSBH, and I can relate to the fact, Bernie, of you. Unfortunately, what happened with the station? I know when when uh, WSBH was sold back to WMBM, and they were going to go back to gospel. I was um, I was really sad about that. In fact, okay. um, uh, Ed Morgolis, at first, <laughs> he didn't want to give me a job over at WMBM because he thought I would say a Jewish prayer at noon. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not going to do that. He gave me the chance to be a producer and do a show called Landsline on Sunday night from, from midnight to one. And I talked about any, anything and everything. Good. And... Mike, did you know Sally Jesse Raphael when she worked at IOD? No, I never knew Sally, but I liked her a lot. Is she still around? She's still alive, but what about Alex Bennett? He worked at the IOD. No, I never knew. I never met Alex Bennett, but I did meet Big Wilson at IOD. Oh. And Big was very nice. I interviewed him. I had to do a paper a report in high in college about WIOD, and it was a very boring paper. I said the same thing on 50 pages <laughs> about WIOD. <laughs> what about the guy on WQAM? Uh, remember me passed away a few years ago. Um, the sports Neil guy. Rogers. Neil Rogers. Political uh, guy. Oh, boy. Yeah, Neil Rogers was um, an interesting person. He... He tried to accuse me of signing petitions of getting him off his uh, a dating show. I told him I can't even sign my name, and and uh, he used to call me Blind Mike. But one thing he did when my dog died, he he uh, said he was sorry about my guide dog who died, and he expressed his condolences. But Neil was, was big a unique person. <laughs> It could be funny. <laughs> yeah, you remember him though, don't you? He he was quite a. He was definitely different. I can tell you that. Oh yeah. Well, I was on LAC when he was there for a hot. I was there in the seventies. I loved Y one hundred. I thought they had such a great sound and such high energy, and everybody I heard. Oh yeah, Y one hundred was very good. In fact, Roby you know Young was at the time. You know, the funny thing, Bernie, is they're still doing Top 40, and they've been doing it for, what, 40, 50, almost 50 years now. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but doing... it's, it's, you know, the music is so different now, it, it just doesn't work for me. Roby, was, Roby Young was a first disc jockey on Y100 on August 3rd, 1973, at 6 o'clock in the morning. I was up there. I was listening to Y100 at home. And when your phone rings, you don't say hello. Say, I listen to the new sound of Y100. And yeah, everybody had that. Bothered. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of good memories. In fact, like, almost, thank, yeah. 
Mike, thank you very much. It's been a really good interview, and we've gotten to learn a lot about you. Uh, yeah, you're here every week, and we want to thank you for uh, for uh, yeah, giving us an interview. Part two will be next week. One yeah. more quick thing. <laughs> One more quick thing. Every year on April first, I almost every year I call WNTN and and wish them and congratulate them on their birthday. They came on and. 1968. But okay. I want to thank everybody for listening, and I enjoyed the interview very much. Okay. Thank you, Mike. Okay. Hey, Mike. Thank you. Jeff, I think it's about time we got to your... And Dave's going to like this. Yeah, I got to tell you, it was the summer of 76, and Bernie might relate to this. I don't know if anyone relates to this. I was in college, but I, I was rolling with my roommate, and it was one party. I think I don't think that we were sober one day during that summer of 1976. <laughs> oh man! And we, that was we, about the time I was in college too, though. And we traveled yeah. to uh, Buffalo because that's we. I, uh, the guy that ran the radio station uh, that I worked for, the college station, was from Buffalo, and we go to Buffalo to visit him. And we we went up to Toronto occasionally, and it was a great time in '76. And I can relate to what radio was was like back then. So I think you're going to enjoy this, Eric. Check over to you, Bill. Right. I'm going to say one thing, Jeff. I'm going to break the script here for just a second. I forgot to do this at the top of the show. I'm giving away. I lost my iPhone several months ago, and I couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. And our friend Lisa came over, tipped over in my chair, and found this iPhone. It's a 10XR. I'm going to clean it. All I had to do is hit a button. It'll be a fresh iPhone. So if you want or interested at no charge, just send me an email at bill at billsparks.org. Send me your email, maybe your phone number, so in your name. And we've only had a couple people express interest in this phone. So if you want an iPhone 10XR and you got a good reason and need one i'll probably decide at the first of the week and we'll just ship it right out to you and you can have a new iphone and listen to all kinds of things are on it or activate it do whatever you want with it it will be yours no questions asked okay jeff this is time to make uh dave happy in toronto number nine yeah, caller number nine. Dave will like this. <laughs> yeah. Dave might have been listening to this air check back in the day. You never know. We'll find All out. Right. We'll find out. Um, CHUM, who's Mike Cooper, Jeff? Mike Cooper was a radio announcer, worked there. He was, but he was a guy that did crazy things. He broke the record for the longest Ferris wheel ride uh, in, when he was on, when, when he worked at the station. He did a funny, he did a, a thing that got him in trouble. Uh, he faked his death, and uh, the police were called, and and Trump dropped him from full time the weekends. But he he still was a colorful personality in Toronto radio. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to fake my death. Hmm. Oh man, it's going to come. Don't really believe you, you'd be yeah, buried alive. Yeah. So here we go. This week in my classic Antrix segment, we're taking the virtual time machine back to August 18th, 1976. I would go to listen to one of my favorite radio stations. In 1976, I was living in Syracuse, New York. And whenever I wanted to listen to Top 40 Radio at night, I would listen to 1050 Chum, CHUM AM in Toronto, Ontario. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy Mike Cooper from August 18th, 1976 on CHUM AM from Toronto, Ontario on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. 
Sunny and warmer tomorrow. Sunny and warm Wednesday and Thursday. Chum News Update. I'm Dave Taylor. William and Emily Harris guilty on five counts of kidnapping and robbery. The fugitive SLA companions of Patty Hearst were acquitted on six other charges of assault with a deadly weapon. They face prison terms as long as life behind bars. Inmates in federal prisons across Canada to stage a one-day hunger strike tomorrow. They're protesting what they call cruelty, brutality, and willful neglect inside the walls. Hurricane Bell should rip into Long Island within the next two hours, packing winds over 100 and heavy rain. Gale warnings are up for the Maritimes for tomorrow. Kiss is coming to town in concert on Labor Day at Varsity Stadium. Tickets on sale this Saturday at the usual outlets. Team Canada workouts begin tomorrow with two-a-day practices scheduled. Bob Wynn won the BC Open in Endicott, New York today by a one-stroke margin over Bob Gilder. Chum weather, cloudy tonight, becoming mostly sunny and warmer tomorrow. Sunny and warm Wednesday and Thursday. 15 tonight, 25 tomorrow. It's 22 Celsius, 72 Fahrenheit at Chum! This program is meant to be turned up loud, so turn it up. A Chum Superstar Summer in Motion in Mike Cooper for John Major. These are the Bay City Rollers. Well, the Bay City Rollers will be in town Wednesday. And Gladys Nine, the Pippers say you got to use your imagination. Well, think about this. You and a friend could see and possibly meet the Bay City Rollers just for strutting your Chum Star sign. I really you. It's 
back to school at Boo Boo's with Boo Boo's famous flares, wide leg and straight leg jeans at just $11.43. And there are big savings on Boo Boo's famous scrubbies at just $13.86. Boo Boo's has corduroy jeans too at just $10.48. Save yourself time and money. Go to Boo Boo's, where the Boo Boo's are better than most others' first for guys, gals, and boys. Now you can take advantage of a savings place. in the Peanut Plaza on Don Mills, on Danforth, on Islington, at the Rockwood Mall on Dixie Road. The bigger your family, the more you save every Tuesday night at Ponderosa Steakhouse. That's right, you save 50 cents on either the ribeye or extra-cut ribeye steak dinners. For just $1.59, the ribeye comes complete with a baked potato, tossed green salad, and a fresh-baked roll. For a bigger <laughs> appetite, try the extra-cut ribeye dinner, just $1.94 complete. Come on down to Ponderosa tonight, where a family of five can still get change from a $10 bill. There's the Ponderosa on the Queen's Way east of Highway 427. You dig? Oh, my! All right, I'd like to see it my way. Well, your main rocker chum helps you get down on the floor and let the good times roll tonight with the disco daddy, Tony Bazooka. Oh, watch out, here comes. Superstar Summertime is 721. There's a man in the muffler business that you should get to know. He's Mr. Muffler, and he's a specialist. Mr. Muffler has the training and the experience to install the proper muffler for your car in minutes. And all installations are free. Yeah. Drop into one of Mr. Muffler's 30 locations today for a free exhaust inspection. Mr. Muffler will tell you exactly what you need and exactly what it'll cost you. For the best muffler service in town, it's Mr. Muffler, the man who knows his business. Consult the yellow pages for the location nearest you. This is it. The giant furniture sale from the place with no name, volumes one and two. No fancy talk, no illusions of grandeur, no fancy chalets in the cliffs of Spain. Just simply beautiful Scandinavian furniture at up to 50% off. Ever heard of an $800 complete teak bedroom suite going for just $399? You have now, but there's more from the place with no name. Courtesy of Unitours, one lucky, one very lucky couple will explore the breathtaking beauty of Unitour's Cuba, staying at the secluded El Tropical Beach Resort. Over half a million dollars worth of Scandinavian furniture going at unheard of savings. Come to the place with no name. 1399 Kennedy Road at Ellesmere, next to Factory Carpet in Scarborough. Or 1630 Matheson Boulevard, two blocks south of the 401 at Dixie in Mississauga. Chump wants you to know how it feels to be a winner in the incredible Superstar Summer of 76. What's that? What? Oh, oh, them. oh my God! The best in the world! Would you like to go see them for any chance? Oh, yes, of course, anytime. You would, eh? Oh my God! That's for you for any chance. Oh, thank you very much. Bye. You are the reason we do what we do. We do it for you on 10.50 Chum. Just let me hear some of that rock and roll. Rock and roll. Music. If you want to dance with me, that's Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys. 725 at Chum. By the way, that's from the album 15 Big Ones. And they're not talking about seven and a half girls either. <laughs> I, I don't get it. The sound.
sound of laughter. It's the sound of a good time. It's the sound we all want to join in on. There's another sound people like to join in on. A sound people like to share. The sound of a Labatt's 50. Canada's favorite ale. A quiet, really beautiful sound. Labatt's 50. 50. It doesn't matter where you say it or how you say it. You can't say beer any better. Take a look at Eaton's. Eaton's. Number one shop. Eaton's. Timothy E. Eaton's. <laughs> Take a look. Get those things that really count. Just say charge it on your Eaton's account. Eaton's. Timothy E. Eaton's. Number one. Now get those things that really count. Just say charge it on your Eaton's account. Toronto weather cloudy tonight, then sunny and warmer tomorrow, then sunny and warmer Wednesday and Thursday, then 59 tonight, 77 tomorrow. It's 70 degrees at Chum with some additional rock from the good Dr. Hook. When your body's is the Chum Superstar Summer winner. Two tickets up front to see the Bay City Rollers just by wearing her Chum Star Sign Grand Funk Railroad. I don't need a whole lot of money. Chum Superstar Summertime 737 and you're in the middle of 15 minutes of non-stop rock. From your music station chum, here's Ned Workman. I'll tell you, this lady loves to work out. Yes, indeed, talking about the queen. You need some afternoon delight tonight? Well, how about tomorrow? Can you wait 20 and a half hours? That's when Scott Carpenter gets here. Can't wait, eh? Want it right now? You got it. Starland Vocal Band. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon. Oh, good job. Superstar LPs by Peter Frampton, Braz Johnson, Chicago Roller Tickets, Chum T-Shirts, and more. Just for flaunting that Chum Star sign this Superstar Summer. This is flooding some memories, and you got the And they said their influences on their music were the Kinks and the Yardbirds. Those are, that's the animal and the beast. Mike Cooper for John Major tonight, 746. Miracle. Miracle Food Mart takes away. It's true, they really do lead the way. Yes, Miracle leads the way with overall everyday low prices. As low as or lower than those of any major supermarket chain. That's the miracle policy. Any day of the week, all summer long, you can stretch your family food budget the furthest at your nearest Miracle Food Mart. 
When you shop for staples you use every day, like milk, eggs, and bread, for fresh produce, groceries, Canada Grade A beef, for the hot dogs, hamburgers, and ice cream you want for the barbecue, you'll like the prices at Miracle. Abbott and Costello were box office magic. Joe DiMaggio set a baseball first, and Canada Dry was there to see it all. Canada Dry, the champagne of ginger ale, with the original dry taste that cooled the thirst of a whole new generation. Today, it's still the only soft drink of its kind. Discover its cool, dry taste. Canada Dry, the original dry ginger ale. Your main rocker, chum. Oh, and good to know that you got a friend. in that band and two aces, you and Chum. Listen, Ontario. If that really gets your adrenaline moving, if names like McLaren, Lola, Turbo Porsche, Shadow, Mirage, Chevron, and Renault Alpine Turbo really turn you on, turn your radio up. It's race time at Mosport, August 20th to the 22nd for the World Sports Car Championship race. This marks the return of the unlimited horsepower Can-Am cars, with international drivers like Le Mans winner Jackie Ickes of Belgium, and Indy Rookie of the Year Vern Chupin of Australia, racing against George Boomer of the U.S., Great Britain's Jackie Oliver, and France's Jean-Pierre Jabouille, and their Grand Prix star Patrick Dupayet. The other races are heavyweight, too. A Trans Am North American GT Championship, the Formula Atlantic Canadian Championship, races for Formula 100s and 2.5-liter sedans in the Boulevard Championship. That's Mosport, August 20th to the 22nd for the World Sports Car Championship race. Be there. at 1050 Chum reminds you to see Chuck Maggioni in concert Saturday night at the Forum at Ontario Place. 1050 Chum! That's Braz Johnson from ALP looking out for number one. And that's what the Stargazers do, looking for you. And you could win tickets to see the Bay City Rollers this Wednesday night. And by the way, you're invited to come on down to Chum Wednesday afternoon, approximately 1 o'clock, to sneak a peek at the Bay City Rollers. Here's to good friends. Cannibalism. Is it a mortal sin, a terrible crime, or an incredible act of courage? Don't decide until you see Survive. You've heard about the Andes plane crash. You've read about it in the headlines that shocked the world. Now you can see what happened, what drove them to the most shocking act a human being can commit to stay alive. Paramount Pictures presents Survive. Get hungry just thinking about it. Now playing at the Young Theater and eight other Toronto and area drive-ins. Also at the 400 Oshawa and Scarborough drive-ins. Mr. Sound of Pickering has the Chum T-shirt. Calhoun Creation. It's available all over Southern Ontario. And we love to do it for you. From your Chum, here's Paul Anka. Let me get to know you. Let me...
Well, there you go. CHUMAM with Mike Cooper from August 18th, 1976. Notice the Canadian content which was required by the CRTC and all those old commercials. Boy, they really sound good. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a classic air check that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Yeah. Okay, Jeff, I'm trying to help okay. you out here. Looks like that, you got that, a little That air check was actually from August 9th because that's when Hurricane Bell was bearing down on us in Long Island. So it was a Monday, August 9th. But the uh, the interesting thing, they had a... I don't remember who the guy was that did it in this country, but they had a whole other guy singing the Lowenbrow commercial. So they must have... Yeah, right. The guy, sang, the guy that sang Lowenbrow here in the United States was Arthur Price Sox. Arthur Price. That's right. Well, I sorry about the mislabeling, but that's that's the way it came to me when I got the yeah, scope no, check. You know, uh, that would be a, a mighty, a monumental project to go through and fix all that. But Chum started rock at least back in 1956. They have countdowns. If you go on and look for countdowns and stuff, Ooh. you can find Chum countdowns going all the way back to 1956, and they were still going strong in '76. I don't know how long they went with rock. Well, they but, had, well uh, the difference between here and Canada. Is that here you could change a format without any hassle in Canada, and it's like that in the in the United Kingdom. You can't change a format just like that. You got to get uh, gov- uh, got to get CRTC permission, and you have to determine and they determine whether that format is going to have a detrimental effect on the economy and the and the and the, and the radio economy it affects other radio stations. It's it's not so easy, and uh, yeah, but and but they also got away with, with uh, playing a little less Canadian music than you think because if it was an English yeah. first artist, they could they could get away with that. Dave, can you un- unmute yourself, please, out in the out in Canada? I know you're from the Toronto area. They were they were so good. I the love that station. I used to love it because I would uh, go down the hall. I was in my apartment building with my roommate Bob, and I'd say ten fifty, and he'd yell "Chum." It was kind of fun. We used to kind of Very play good. around that way. Dave, go yes. ahead, please. Okay. Um... You know, it's interesting uh, talking about Mike Cooper and stuff. He, he ended up um, later on uh, working for CFTR, which is one of their competitions. Uh, late, I, I don't know if it was in the 80s. And then um, I thought he ended up uh, going down to the United States to uh, pursue his career down there, too. He probably did. I don't know. CFTR is, of course, as you know, that's on 680. And they're owned by Rogers. Uh, they, are now. they are now owned by Rogers. And uh, they were a good station. They had John Landecker there. They had George Hamburger from Buffalo there at the CHDR. And they were a pretty good sounding station. Um, I, I really like listening to them as well. But when I could get them now, of course, you know, you know, Dave, they're an all news radio station. Oh, uh, yes. And Chum, they, they kept that top 40 format for quite a while. And then they went to an oldies format. Yeah, they did. Well, what happened was, um, I believe they were top 40 until 1986. Wow. And then- for about four years, or maybe two years, I guess, uh, they were kind of your easy listening station. And then they went to an oldies format, and I want to say it was 1989. Did you listen to, are you old enough to remember Jungle Jane Nelson, who did the mornings at Chum? Did you listen to him? Yes, yes, I did. I listened to him in the early 70s, and uh, unfortunately, he's he's passed. Uh, that's quite yeah, a while. Well, yeah, he worked. Dave, he did you ever sh- go to the store with no name? <laughs> uh, well, no, no, he probably did shopping in Knob Hill Farms. Right? You know what I don't well, understand was, is why was. you wouldn't have a jingle for them. I'm I'm gonna go shopping at the store with no name. I mean, come on, probably it had they something had, to do with licensing agreements. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. That's yeah. Yeah. Did you go shopping at Knob Hill Knob Hill Farms and uh, at, on uh, Dundas? I think it is, if I remember correctly. Oh, Knob Hill Farms was down by the lake, down on Cherry Street. Did you drink any Labatt's 
Oh, and they, yeah, they had, no hemp farms. Had a lot of people in there. It was really crowded. Um, if you if you could avoid it, it'd probably be a better thing. But and what about Dominion? Want, did, you shop, did you shop at Dominion? Oh, lots of times. And, and they they still have Dominion here now, but they call it Metro. Now, what was your favorite radio station as a kid when you were growing up? Oh, um, a radio station out of Hamilton, uh, CHAM 1280. Ah, uh, I see the one. Sounds like, like a contest. Hey, what's your favorite radio station, Dave? That's yeah, right. right. <laughs> the one, actually, the one I like to listen to was the one I listened to was uh, was uh, what CHML on nine hundred. Uh, they were they oh, were the yeah. station I can and they. Uh, it's funny, funny you mentioned them because they have a very weak signal coming into Toronto uh, for uh. a the radio station. Um, uh, I get stations uh, that are way further away from that, better than CHML. But they came in well up here when I was a kid, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, of course, uh, my dad, because he loved to listen to my shortwave radio, he liked CFRB, and I still like CFRB. Well, not as much anymore since they since they were bought up by uh, by Bell, their Bell Media. And oh, they, let's there's, there's about- a big controversy <laughs> over there because they, they got rid of Lisa Laflamme, who was a very... Yes, I was big- just going to talk about that. Um, the reason they... they- um, that the rumored reason, anyway, going around as to why they got rid of her is that gray hair. Uh, yes, and uh, oh, are they ever taken a lot of flack, not just from uh, um, from uh, just people around here, but apparently CNN's on that on that story. It made national news here, but uh, I have a way, and I, I I can listen. I can well, that's going not go into it too much, but I've been able to listen to CTV news and. Uh, so I uh, and she did that. She was very, very professional. Thirty-six years, and they fired her because of her gray hair. So they yeah, said, oh. she was one of the best, one of the best in the business. After she replaced Lloyd Robertson. So, did you ever listen to CFR? I know we're frustrated for time here, but uh, did you ever listen to CFRB at all when, as, as you were growing up? Oh yes, yeah, from times um, I used to listen to Ray Sonnen uh, when he had his show on, when featuring Call, old called, records. Yeah, calling all Britons. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Ray Sonnen. My yeah. guy was a guy that his name was Bill. Uh, What's his name? Bill. Bill well, McBean. Yeah, but uh, there was also for sports. Uh, I used to listen to Bill Stevenson. He used to call Toronto Argonauts football back in the day. Bill and Stevenson. Just, then Wally Crowder. He worked with Wally Crowder in the morning. Yes. Yes, he did. So, so. Dave, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, uh, you're our Canadian resident. We don't get too many people from Canada who we, oh, we know. We, we know they listen, but we don't really get people who call in and uh, talk on the on the show. So. You're always welcome, and thank you. Over to you, Bill. Yeah, I'm glad that Dave gave us his input. I would like to have went to that ribeye place. Dollar fifty-nine. Yeah, yeah that was that was. Oh, you could get out of there for a family of five for ten to ten bucks. I, wow. I can tell you the steaks weren't that good at at, Pond, at Bonanza. They they were they that's why no, they, they weren't. Cheap. They were. I've been no, there. They before. weren't. And they, they, and they became Ponderosa later on. Okay. Yeah. So I. Uh, I had a chance to listen to 1050 Chum when I was on my honeymoon in 1981 because we went to Niagara Falls. And I should definitely have known there was something wrong with my marriage because I would rather have listened to Chum than do anything else at the time. <laughs> you know, oh, you mean I'll be in I had the same problem, Brady, but my, with my first wife, she says, what would you rather do? Listen to CKLW or make love to me? And I'd say, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Yeah, right. Like Jack Benny. Yeah. Bernie didn't wow. even have to think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's before they <laughs> sold that medicine with the V on it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
Now you can say both. I've been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. Raise your hand if you've never been there. Yeah. There any Bernie? Yeah. Bring back some memories. I bet, I'm not sure I want to remember them. Yeah, yeah. Memories you may not want to. Oh, but they were right so now. they were so great in 1981. They were unbelievable. And they they were always kind of a station that, that seemed a little rebellious. You know, just kind of you just knew like when he said the thing about 15 big ones. It's like. Yeah, that's seven and a half women. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. I lost it. Well, I mean, in '76, they got away with that. And even when they did the Drake format, they 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 weren't old. While they did the Drake format, they they put some personality into it. They also had a little different thing. They always had a talk show on during the during the middays as well. Even when they were top forty, except in the summertime, they they wouldn't do the talk show. And it was tough to get Chum in New York because of because we had WHN here, WMGM and WHN. But when you got to Syracuse, uh, it was okay. I mean, I, and especially I had a loop in ten. I could I pointed towards towards uh, the west, towards Toronto. I could hear Chum. So it was a pretty good, a pretty good radio station. Although I will say that CFTR was also pretty good as well. But so, that uh, station at seven forty defies all now. What are they? They're Zoomer uh, Radio. Zoomer yeah. Radio. They they play uh, oldies or just, you know kind oldies of and uh, stuff like that. I haven't listened to them much anymore. Before that, after, of course, it used to be the CBC station. And then CBL. after that, it went to like a more of a Music of Your Life format. And now it's an oldies uh, station. I think they call it Zoomer, sort of like Baby Boomer, you know, radio for our, yeah. for our age, you know. But Dave, unmute yourself one more time. By the way, and I, I will tell you that I used to love listening to Gordon Sinclair Sr. on the CFRB when he did news and commentary along with Bob Heskett. And the guy that did the, uh, the, the, the American, you know, yeah. the American. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Go, go yeah. ahead, Dave, if you've unmuted. Yeah, you're unmuted. Go ahead. A talk show host that you're talking about um, that Chum had, uh, that would be John Gilbert. And he, he ended up going national in the uh, early 80s. And he appeared on other states, such as CKY uh, 590 at the time. Um, he appeared on Czechs uh, Radio in Peterborough, CKGL Kitchener. It was uh, national but in the early 70s he was exclusively from what i understand on 1050 chum and of course your mom if she listened to cfrb would probably remember the betty betty kennedy talk show too yeah like, yes yes yeah i know people tell me i should be i should have been born in canada or the united kingdom because i specialize in those areas as well so <laughs> and i vaguely i do vaguely remember hearing whn at, at night when i was at the school for the blind in Brantford. sometimes that would override huh. 10 um, but not, well, I used uh, to sometimes hear I'd be listening to the Rangers or the Knicks and I'd get Chum underneath it. So, you know, you, it, it sort of, they all have their little areas. Take your Chum, pick. Chum, Chum, Chum became top 40, Chris, in 1957. And they also had country music as well at the, in its early days, in the evenings, at night. So with, uh, I think, Larry Solway or something like that. So that's all I remember. Yeah, well, they had, I've heard Chum countdowns from 1956. There used to be an internet station called Oldies Alternative. And they would play a Chum Countdown every week on Thursdays a couple times a day. And uh, they did a 56 Countdown. So they might have been still doing other things, but they at least had a Top 40 Countdown at the time. Were they yeah. on, are they on the Internet now? Surely they yeah, are. Yeah, they're a sports station. They're, uh, they're, they're all sports. They're TSN, TSN 1050 is what they are. Yep. They call themselves. Yes, and and they're owned, they're owned by them and six eighty are owned by the same company now. City News and, and five ninety, I think, owns them too. Yeah, they're all yeah, three the same that, company. That, that's yeah. by, I think it's Bell Media owns them. So uh, uh, six eighty News is, is owned by Rogers. I thought Sean. they got well. They're all owned by Rogers. They're all owned by I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I thought they got traded to the Nets today. Chum is Bell. Go ahead, Nets Dave. Bell. One more time, and we got to get going for our feature. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Yeah, Dave. yeah. Just to clarify, um, all right. TSN and 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 uh, CFRB uh, are owned by Bell Media, and then the sports uh, Sportsnet five ninety, the fan, and CFTR. That that's Rogers. That's so right. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. Yeah, and, okay. and, and Bell Media is not getting a lot of press because they made tons of cutbacks at CFRB in Toronto. They made cutbacks all over the place. So they're, they're, wow. the, the economy in in Canada, radio-wise, is having the same problems that they are here in our country as well. So they're seeing the same thing. So it's it's, it's happening all over. Oh. I don't know. I thought they got traded to the Cavs today. Everybody Maybe. else did. Yeah. 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 So yeah. anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's time to to say thank you to everybody on the panel interesting show thank you for all your contributions thank you listeners thank everyone and we're going to end it with what is this Jeff what's it called okay, it's, again it's, and I can't pronounce it I don't know how they gave it it's called Kawartha Oldies this is from Peterborough and, and Random Music Radio Like I put two of these things together is this from Canada also well, random Carthur Oldies is from Canada. It's an internet-only station, and Random Music Radio is a satellite-delivered format, I believe. Well, here we go. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy your football tonight, except yeah. for Bernie. Right. Yeah. All right. This week in my featured station segment, we're featuring two radio stations. Let's first travel to Peterborough, Ontario, and we're going to listen to Kawartha Oldies. This is an unusual oldies radio station based in Peterborough, Ontario, and it sounds pretty good. It's different than many of the oldies radio stations you'll hear, and I think you'll enjoy this radio station. Next, we're traveling to Duxville, Tennessee, and we're going to listen to Random Music Radio. The radio station is WKVLAM, and I don't believe this is the permanent format for the radio station. However, I do believe that this is a satellite-delivered format, and again... I think it's very interesting to listen to. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy these radio stations on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. YourKawarthaOldies.com YourKawarthaOldies.com www.YourKawarthaOldies.com Your favorite oldies online. One o'clock, at least in our neck of the woods, Eastern Standard Time, Daylight Savings Time, 1 p.m., maybe 1 a.m. where you are, or some other time, wherever you are in the world. But at this time of day, it is time for our pun at one from our pun sultan, Putter Dave, who sends this gem along for us today. Our pun at one on the fantastic Kawartha time machine. If you stand by the sea, it sounds... Like putting a shell to your ear. Baby, baby, baby. 
KawarthaOldies.com. Up in the morning, slaving for bread. Your Kawartha Oldies. Your Kawartha Oldies. Anytime, anywhere. Your favorite oldies online. Hoping. That's right, time for a lost and found forgotten fave as we mine the archives for forgotten favorites and classics. Don Henley, the drummer for the Eagles, who went out on his own, as all of them did at one point, and did well with songs such as Dirty Laundry, All She Wants to Do Is Dance, The Last Worthless Evening, and many others. And this one, of course, as we celebrate summer, maybe not celebrate the waning days of summer as summer is passing, halfway to September, so we should get this on from the 80s. Don Henley, the boys of summer on the fantastic Kawartha Time Machine. Nobody on the road. Three feet were named to the late division team. Bobby Airy to the first team. Mike Postavad and Steve Eisenman. Your Kawartha Am I gonna play a song for you? <laughs> I sure yeah. am. Oh, Time for another country classic. Won't you come out on tour with us, bro? Get out these honky tonks. Step into the big league. I'm stronger than all this. You know that, right? Cause I'm country strong. From the YorkOrthoOldies.com Country Club. Country Club. You're gonna break another heart. You're gonna tell another lie. 
machine. Here with Chum News, three and a half minutes past eight o'clock. So you're going away on the holidays. First of all, remember this is the busiest day of the year at Pearson International Airport. I know they don't start calling that until January the 1st, but I'm starting today. The weather's great in Mexico and most of the Caribbean. It was about 90 in Acapulco yesterday. It's cloudy but warm in most of Florida. Tampa was 77 with fog yesterday. Miami was cloudy and 80, but it was sunny and hot at West Palm Beach. You're traveling in Canada? Sunny and cold in Vancouver. Windy and bitterly cold across the prairies. For example, Saskatoon will be 26 below zero today. That's the high forecast. That cold weather out in the prairies is causing major problems for via rail. Some of the trains are running as late as eight hours. It will be variably cloudy and about the same as here in Montreal and Ottawa. In the east, windy and cold in most of the Maritimes. Some snow and freezing rain in Newfoundland. A combination of bad weather and mechanical problems through some glitches and some grinches into Christmas at Pearson International Airport yesterday. Two CP Air flights were delayed 12 and 15 hours. The flight to Acapulco got off last night at 7 o'clock after a 12-hour delay caused by an engine problem. And a flight for England due to leave at 7.30 Wednesday night didn't make it into the sky until 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. The problem there was with a door. One of those on board the British flight was Deputy NDP Leader Jim Foles. He charged that CP lied to the passengers and deceived them for 12 hours. Time Machine. Forecast for Peterborough City and County, Central Ontario, the Gorthas and the Halliburton Highlands. A couple of wet days on the way with showers today at 70%, possibly a thunderstorm. By 23, the Humidex of 31. And the UV index moderate at 5 overnight tonight, cloudy with a gain chance of showers. And the risk of thunderstorm activity at 70%, a low of 18. So a mild night once again. Mainly cloudy for tomorrow with again chance of rain, a high of 23. The Humidex of 31. Another warm day. UV index high at 6. Clear in 14. A little cooler overnight tomorrow night. Wednesday, mix of sun and cloud in 26, a low 10. Sun cloud mix on Thursday with a high of 27. Some nice days coming up. There's a slight chance of showers overnight Thursday, but nothing serious, a low of 11. Sun cloud mix on Friday, but again, a slight chance for rain, a high of 22, with temperatures moderating to feel more like August by the end of the week. A low overnight Friday of 7 with a clear sky. For the weekend, the last weekend of August, sunny on Saturday with a high of 26, a low of 10, and sunny 28 in the forecast for Sunday. Oh my God, it's better than I thought. Random Music Radio. And all kinds of stuff. I'm sexy and I know it. Playing all kinds of stuff. Random music radio. Playing all kinds of stuff. Playing all kinds of stuff. 
kinds of stuff. Random Music Radio. Well, there you go. Random Music Radio is heard on radio station WKVL AM in Knoxville, Tennessee, which is owned and operated by Loud City Communications, and Kawartha Oldies, a radio station in Peterborough, Ontario. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, what do you know about it by email or voicemail? The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.